Come on, yeah, let's put our hands together. Thank you for your love, for your generosity, and uh, thanks for being here together as we kick off uh, a series called Here Comes Heaven. Mm, that's good news. Let's just make that like a declaration just as we begin, just to like stir it up in our hearts. Let's just say, Here Comes Heaven. Um, because there's a truth in the Advent. We're in the first weekend of Advent, and Advent means a new beginning or even a dawn. Uh, did anyone see the dawn today? Did anybody see the sunrise today? Uh, where are the morning people? Where are you all? The morning, those, I, I, like, I like watching. I like watching the sun get up. I like watching the sun set. I'm, I'm not an all-day beach guy, but we have in this area some of the most beautiful sunsets on the planet down off Siesta Key or Longboat Key over the Gulf of Mexico, and uh, gorgeous sunrises here. In fact, one uh, anniversary, I said to Darla, come on, the day before, let's get in the car. I'm going to drive you to the other side of Florida. We're going to room, and uh, what we're going to do is we're going to watch the sun get up over the Atlantic. Then we're going to have breakfast and lunch. Then we're going to drive back to Sarasota, and we're going to watch the sun set over the Gulf of Mexico. It's a fun day, and you can do that uh, even easier here. You can just go to one of our barrier islands, and you can watch the sun get up over the inland waterway and watch it set. There's something about the cycle of creation that God wants to speak to us. Every day is a new day, and I'm going to talk to you today in this first weekend of Advent that hope and we celebrate that in this season. Hope is right on the horizon. We're not far from Christmas. Not many more days, right? But you don't have to wait until the 25th to experience hope. In fact, today, today, hope is on the horizon. So I got thinking about when we stand and watch the sunrise or the sunset, just how far away is the horizon? It, I want to just tell you, it was much closer than I thought it was. When I watched the sunrise or the sunset, I just think it's like way out there. Do you know this? 
that if, it depends on how tall you are, it has a little effect of it. But if you're six foot tall, I'm six foot two, but if you're six feet tall, the horizon is only three miles out there. That's close. If you're shorter, it's even closer. I'm just, I'm just telling you. Hope is not far. Heaven's not far from this place. When we say heaven is coming, we don't mean, oh, yeah, it's coming, like, like sometime way off. In the, no, we're saying it's coming. Here's the truth that's in the Bible. It's all through the Bible that with each sunrise, God is trying to speak to us. Each new day, God is trying to communicate to us. Just some of the scriptures, if you have your study guide, you'll have them there. They'll come up on the, uh, on the screen. Just some truth. Let me read a few scriptures about new days and new mornings. I love Lamentations, a beautiful promise that says, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. Isn't that good news? That if you need God's love, today it's available. If you need mercy, his mercies never, ever, ever come to an end. Which means if you need another chance with God, you can have one today. Verse 23 says, his love and his mercies are new every morning, which means today there's new mercy, there's new love for you, and there's more than enough for all of us today. Isn't that good news? The psalmist says in Psalm 30 that you may go through a season of weeping, and weeping may endure for a night, but what's coming at sunrise? <laughs> How many could do with some joy? Joy every time the sun gets up. I'd love you in this season to get this truth. Every new day, whenever you see the sun, those of you that are early morning people, and you watch it get up, those of you that join us a little later on in the day, when you open your front door or open the blinds and you see, oh, it's light outside, I wish you'd just make this declaration every day, every new day that you'd get up and say, wow, here comes heaven. Here, here comes it, the mercies of God, it's coming. The love of God, it's coming. The joy, it's coming. Malachi is prophesying about the advent of Christ or the coming of Christ, the beginning of a new thing. And he prophesies in Malachi chapter 4 and verse 2. And he calls Christ, he calls Jesus the son, S-U-N, of righteousness. Because he's drawing a truth that when the sun gets up, that's what it's going to be. When Christ appears... When he shows up in your life, when he shows up in your day, he arises, and what does he bring? He brings healing in his wings. So there's healing every day. There's joy every day. There's love every day. There's mercy every day. Here comes heaven, guys. Come on, nudge your neighbor. Just tell him. Just help me out here. Nudge your neighbor. Just tell him. Here comes heaven. Go, just tell him. Here, here comes. Here comes heaven. It's coming. You, you, and you can tell your other neighbor, it looks like you need it. Looks like you could do with some heaven. But it's a new day. It's an, it's an advent. It's the advent season. And you don't have to wait until Christmas Day. You can celebrate that today. Zechariah, when he prophesied about Christ, when he was filled with the Holy Spirit and he sang a prophecy, said this about the coming of Christ. He said that Christ would be like the rising sun that would come to us from heaven. That's how he described Christ coming. He would be like the rising sun coming to us from heaven. And when he shows up, 
He shines on all of those living in darkness, all of those that are under the shadow of death, and he guides our feet into a path of peace. That's good news. Even Jesus himself said, these are famous words of Jesus, I am the light of the world. Heaven is coming. Here comes heaven. And it's not far away, not hundreds of miles away, it's close. So we're going to open uh, the scriptures to a, um, a story of Jesus' birth that's told a little different. John tells the story of Jesus' birth a little different than Matthew and Luke. And he expresses it in John chapter 1. In fact, when John talks about the coming of Christ, he reaches back into the Hebrew scriptures right to the very first words of the Hebrew scriptures. And here are three truths about hope being on the horizon that I'd like you to walk away with today. I'd like this to be in your soul. That when you understand that every day is a new day, every day Christ's light is shining, every day is a day, every single day with Christ is a day of new creation. Every single day. Because Christ's presence is part of a new thing happening in our hearts. John, when he tells the story of Jesus coming, he reaches back to the very first words of Genesis, and he says, in the beginning. And anyone that knew the Hebrew Scriptures would lean forward and say, that sounds vaguely familiar. That's Genesis. That's creation. And what he is telling us is that Christ came to create newness. In the beginning was the Word, and we learn in this chapter that the Word is Jesus Christ. So you could read this, in the beginning was Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ was with God, and just in case you're confused about it, and Jesus Christ was God. He showed up. And verse 3 says that he created, every, he was a creator, that Jesus created everything. Paul tells us that when we come into Christ, when we put our faith in Christ, we become a new creation. And that's not just a one-time event. God would like to create some things in you today. He'd like there to be a newness. Some of you need some creativity to get you unstuck from where you are and move to where God wants you to be. Do you know that one good idea could change your life? It, 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 that's what inventors do. They get one good idea. Years ago, I don't know if you're around for the pet rock phenomenon, someone says, you know, I could sell rocks. And they made a million dollars selling pet rocks. It wasn't even a good idea. But it worked for them. Hey, how many of you, Instagram, anybody do Instagram? Yeah, Instagram? So Instagram did not start the way it is. Somebody had a new idea. Instagram started as a, um, a check-in app that was connected to a game called Mafia Wars and had a photo feature as well. And then somebody had an idea. And they said, the app is too cluttered. And they, had, and they sat in some kind of meeting somewhere and said, let's simplify the app and only go with the photo section. And the rest is history. Uh, anybody here uh, chew ever in your life Wrigley's gum? Any Wrigley's gum chewers? <laughs> Do you know Wrigley had an idea one day that totally changed his world? Wrigley was not a gum guy. Wrigley was a soap guy. 
he Wrigley was a soap salesman in Chicago. He would sell soap and he would sell baking powder. And if you bought some soap or your, some baking powder from him, he gave you a little gum. And people really liked that gum. In fact, he found out they were liking the gum more than the soap. And what did he do? He had a creative idea and said, you know what? I'm going into the gum business. It worked out well for him. There is an idea that will take you from where you are right now to where God wants to take you. God is getting ready to unlock some things in 2019. He's been preparing you all 2018. And what he's trying to do in this season of Advent is shine with new light that says, I'm a creator, and I want to give you an idea that will unlock unusual blessing in 2019. But you've got to understand and be open to the dawning, the new sunrise, here comes heaven, and it's got something good for me. And that means change. Someone said to me yesterday, you know, people don't like change. I said, but they do like improvement. Isn't that true? And then let's put those together. You, you can't improve without change. Isn't that true? And you got to get ready. So get ready for God to speak some creative change. And you don't have to wait till Christmas to unwrap this gift. Here's a gift today. Here comes heaven today. Hope is on the horizon. As the sun rises up, he is the, the Lord that is creating all things. And he wants to create some newness in you. And it will be good inside of you. So when he comes, he comes with new creativity. The second thing John tells us as he writes about the coming of Christ is that he comes with new life. He brings a totally fulfilled life. And that's why Jesus came. That's why the, the advent of Christ is celebrated, because he came to give light. Here's how John writes about it. Verse 4, in him or in Christ was life. And that life was the light of men. So as the sun rises up, he says, that light brings life. There is a huge difference between existing and really living. And what we have in our world is uh, too much of the night of the living dead. People are walking around, but they're not really alive. Just look at them. Just when you're at the mall, like when you're there, just look into people's eyes. They're, they're not looking too good because they're existing, but they're so stressed out. They're so filled with anxiety. They're not really enjoying that promise of Psalm 30 that the joy of the Lord comes in the morning. They're like, oh, no, another day I've got to get through. I'm just existing. I'm making money so I can have food to go to sleep, to go to work, to make money. And they're existing, but they're not really living. And Jesus came to break that cycle and give you life. And some of you need it. Could be some zombies in the house. 
God would like to resurrect you. He'd like to bring some resurrection to you because you're existing, but you're not really living. Jesus said in John chapter 10, there is a thief, and he comes to steal and to kill and destroy and to turn you into a zombie. Because some people say, well, he hasn't killed me. Yes, you're the... He said, I've come to de-zombieize you. Hmm, I think I could tweet that. <laughs> Jesus came to de-zombieize you. He came so you would have life. He wants to give you a new life, a new way of living. And let me tell you, brothers and sisters, the enemy will always be trying to pull you back to the old life, and Jesus is always trying to bring you into the new life. He's always pulling you back, talking about your failures, talking about where you mess up. When, when Peter messed up, when he denied Jesus three times, the enemy said, "That's it. God is done with you. What you need to do, Peter, is go back to your old life. And his old life happened to be fishing. And he said, I'm going fishing. And because he was a leader, he dragged all the boys with him. We're all going back to the fishing business. But Jesus didn't call them to the old life. He called them to a new life. Don't let the enemy of your soul drag you back to your old life. Even as we celebrate the first weekend of Advent, Christ is pulling you into new life. And Jesus came to hunt Peter down. And he said, Peter, you are not in the fish business anymore. That was your old life. These dead fish are maybe fun to eat, but they're not your job. What I'm calling you to is to be a fisher of men, a changer of human souls. Follow me and walk in abundant life rather than dead life. That's why Jesus came. He came so you don't exist this week. He came so that you live this week in abundance to the overflow, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Here comes heaven. Hmm. Come on, let's say that together. Here comes heaven. And with heaven, it's life. So the light arises and brings creation. The light arises and it brings life. And the light arises and it always dispels darkness. Let me teach you this. In this season, it's important. That in this season, we need to know that when Christ arises, when his light arises, it brings new victory. A newness of victory. In fact, here's how John writes to us about it. He says that the light shines in the darkness and what does that light do? It always, 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 always. You've never seen this any other way. Light always overcomes darkness. Always, right? How many of you have got up in the dark sometime? In your house or in somebody else's house or maybe in a hotel room you weren't familiar with and the lights weren't on? And because the lights weren't on, you stubbed your toe. I, I did this recently. It hurts. I'm going to just tell you flat out, guys, walking in the dark will hurt you. So, so we, we have a dog. I'm a dog lover, as all godly people are. 
the, the long, our dog's been with us now. It's in the bonus years, like over 10 years with a dog. Is, uh, there's the bonus. We're in the bonus years. But the longer our dog lives, the less saved she gets. She used to be very good, but as she gets older, she's becoming more disobedient. When she was young, she was very obedient. And we, we taught her as a puppy to stay off the carpet. She only lived on the tile of our house, which is beautiful. No. But now she sneaks around. If she thinks we're not looking, she sneaks onto the carpet. So because we have had children and we have grandchildren, we have this gate. And we put up the gate to keep her off of the carpet. But in the middle of the night, I forgot that gate was there. I'm just going to tell you again, walking in darkness will hurt you. And it hurt my baby toe. The one that hurts the most, it hurt that one. Now, that's important in this season because we know in this season, don't we? We know in this season that a lot of people fight darkness. There's a lot of people that the enemy of our souls will be showing them all the things they don't have. You don't have the ideal family relationships. You don't have the money to buy all the presents you want. You don't have, you don't have, you don't have, you don't have. And he comes to do what Jesus said, to steal and to kill and destroy. And many people, including some of us that are in this room, many people will face depressive thoughts and feelings in this season of the year. And what you need is to consciously turn your back on the darkness and to look at the rising sun of God and say, here comes heaven. Here comes heaven. Some of you would know a scripture that comes from Psalm 42. There was a very famous song written years ago uh, called, As the Deer Pants for the Waters, So My Soul, soul Longs After You. You know that? As the deer panteth for the waters, so my soul longs after you. You alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship you. Now that psalm is interesting. Because deers don't pant unless they are distressed. Deers don't pant unless they're being chased. You won't find a deer just wander into your front yard and like a dog. <laughs> but if you chase a deer, they can lose up to 80% of their hydration. In fact, you can chase a deer to death. It will just die from exhaustion and dehydration. It is the deer that is under attack that pants. Because when you are under attack, you've got to aim towards what God can supply. God, you're going to get me out of this. I'm panting. I'm under. And interesting, Psalm 42 was written by David. you know when? When his son Absalom was chasing him. He says, God, I'm under attack. I'm like the deer. And I need to pant for you. I need to turn my back on the darkness. 
I need to look towards you, Lord, and I need you to satisfy my soul and lift me out from under this attack and set my feet on a solid rock. And Lord, I am depending in you for victory. And every single person listening to this message or watching by internet, you need to turn your back on the darkness in this season and say, thank you, God. Here comes heaven. And as heaven dawns, there is a new hope on my horizon. A new hope, a new hope, because we all face that. We face feel failures, and we face struggles, and I, I love sun. I lo God has written into the very fabric of creation this sunrise thing to, to remind us, oh, yes. Sometimes we have church at night here, and sometimes people will get confused, and they'll say to me, good morning. Then they apologize. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's not. I said, oh, no, 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 no. Right now, somewhere in the world, it's morning. In fact, at the very moment that you watch these gorgeous sunsets over the Gulf of Mexico, the very moment the sun goes down, somewhere it's rising. Every sunset is actually a sunrise. It depends on your perspective. So 24 hours a day, 365 quarter days a year, the sun is constantly rising. And as the sun rises, we say, here comes heaven. As Advent takes place, here comes heaven. And he brings us victory. Have you ever watched um, uh, um, a movie or any one of the movies? Anybody, anybody watch Rocky? Anybody watch Rocky? Rocky? There's a lot of them. Do you, do, you know how many, do you know how many Rocky movies there are? Nope, not seven. Not six. There's eight of them. There's eight Rocky movies. There's Rocky. Rocky 2, Rocky 3, Rocky 4, Rocky 5. They were really original with their names. Then they, they shook it up. They went to Rocky Balboa. And then Creed. And now Creed 2. And I predict there's going to be more. You know why? Because those movies have made $1.4 billion. And when you do that in Hollywood, they make more of them. That's not even with the Creed numbers coming in. Creed 2, and it's doing well. Why is it that people love Rocky? Because there's something in our soul that wants right to win. We want right to win. We want, we know there's a conflict. We all know, we all know in our souls that there's a conflict. And we want right to win. And the light of Christ comes in this season to assure us that right will win as we turn and face the dawn of Christ's presence and he shines upon us and he gives us the victory. You've never turned a light on in a room and watched the darkness say, I'm not leaving. You never like watched in your room as the light tried to push across the room and the dark pushed back. You know what darkness actually is? Darkness is only the absence of light. It's all it is. You can't 
help but overcome darkness when you face the light. And here's what needs to happen in this season, especially brothers and sisters. Your spirit needs to talk to your soul and say, soul, put your hope in God. Heaven is on the horizon. The Son of God is arising. It's an advent, and you don't have to wait till Christmas. It's an advent today. Here comes heaven. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So let's stand together and uh, close our eyes and open our hearts uh, just to the presence of Christ that is in this room. I'm going to ask the prayer team that is going to be praying with and for you in a moment, inviting the blessing of God into your life to come and to stand with me. But I'd like all of us just to be aware that we are not alone in this moment that he is here right now. He is present with us. And his presence touches you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. This is a moment that the presence of Jesus dawns in this room. Here comes heaven. It doesn't matter what you did yesterday. It doesn't matter. Yesterday's gone. This is a brand new day. And on this day, the love of God is new. On this day, the mercy of God is new. And there's enough mercy to lift you from where you are to where God wants you to be. There's an idea that God is going to bring to you that's going to revolutionize your life. A new thought of creation. That's new. And Jesus wants to give it to us. There's new life. Abundant life that he wants to shine upon your soul with. And there's a victory in this season that you don't have to walk through this season like night of the living dead. You can get your eyes on what God has given to you, not what you don't have. And it can fill you with joy. And so our prayer is that every single person would open their heart towards heaven, would open their heart towards Christ, would open their heart towards a life-changing experience, 100% of the people. We do that by praying a prayer. It's a prayer of faith. We pray it not only from our head, but we pray it from our hearts. And we ask for the Holy Spirit to do a miracle. The Bible says that if you will believe in Christ, believe that when he hung on the cross, he absorbed all of your sin and all of your shame and took it all away. And if you will confess Christ, a miracle will take place in your life. Some of you, for the first time, need that miracle of God's presence in your life. Some of you, for the first time in a long time, because you've slipped back into your old life, but Christ is calling you back to your new life, and he's doing that right now. And all you have to do is say, yes, Lord, yes to your grace, yes to the will of God in my life. So here's our prayer. I'm going to lead it. I'm going to pray it out loud, and I'm going to ask you to pray it out loud with all the people around you. Let your voice be heard. Pray loud enough for you to hear your own voice. Ellie, don't whisper it. Pray loud enough for you to hear your own voice because God wants to hear your voice today and it will change your life forever. So here's our prayer. Lift your voice and just say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name and I open my heart and my soul to Jesus Christ. I turn my back on darkness. I repent of my sin, and I leave it behind me. And I turn towards you, Lord, 
to receive your light, your love, your mercy, your grace. Thank you for loving me and never giving up on me. Now help me to follow Jesus every day of my life. In Jesus' name we pray. One more time. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. That's a good prayer, guys. That's a good prayer. It's a good prayer. It really is. So if you prayed that prayer for the first time or for the first time in a long time, so important you tell somebody. That's why our prayer team is here. Just walk up and say, I prayed with Scott. Begin, And we'll get you some stuff that will help you grow spiritually because we don't want to just pray that prayer. We want to help you. You can also text in and we'll, we'll send you stuff. Uh, 941 261 1321. Zero. Sorry. Thank you. That's why you got to check me out. We, and uh, we just want to help you. We want you, to, we, want, we want you to grow from where you are to become the person that God is calling you to be. And He's calling you to be so much more. And so we want to passionately pursue that. Now, our team is here also to pray for any spiritual, physical, financial, emotional, any need that you have, because we believe in the power of prayer. And when we pray over you in Jesus' name, lives are changed. And so they're here to pray with people. While they're praying with people, in a moment, if you'd like to receive communion, and communion is taking a piece of bread and thinking about Jesus on the cross, taking from the cup and thinking about Jesus on the cross, remembering that Jesus on the cross gave his body and his life's blood so that you could have his life. And so you celebrate that sacrifice of Christ on the cross, the fact that he didn't stay dead, that he rose from the dead, and he's present in this moment. And as you receive the elements of communion, you celebrate the presence of Christ in your life. You're most welcome to receive communion. There'll be communion on the left and right-hand side, and uh, you can come forward. You don't have to be a member of this church just someone that loves Jesus to receive communion or to receive prayer. If you need something from the Holy Spirit, the gifts and the power of the Holy Spirit are here right now to transform your life, to transform your life. In one moment of prayer, everything can change. One moment. He can, he can give you a new life for an old life. That's what he said to Nicodemus. Nicodemus, you are a zombie. You need to be born again because you are just existing. You're going through the motions. You need the power of God to come into your life. God will do that. God will do that in your life. So I'm going to pray a blessing. The worship team is just going to start to lead us in worship. If you'd like prayer, come forward. If you'd like communion, come forward. Go with the blessing of God. If you've been a guest here today, thank you so much for just being with us. We appreciate you. We believe God has so much more for you and we want to see you move into that. We'd love if you're a guest and you've never stopped by our VIP room. Please do it this morning. It's over on the left-hand side. And we'd like to give you some gifts. We'd like to meet you and just bless you. And I'm going to pray a blessing now. And after the blessing, there's no other benediction. You can come and pray. You can go. But may the blessing of God be with you today. And may in this season of Advent, every day, I would just, I would love for you, every day you start going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, here comes heaven. Oh, yeah, here, here comes heaven. Every sunrise is a testimony. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 
here comes heaven. As the sun of righteousness arise, he brings healing to our lives. He, he brings joy in the morning. He brings more love in the morning. He brings more mercy. Every day is a new day. And every day, God wants us to rejoice and be glad. So we pray this prayer that the Lord's blessing will overflow in your life. We pray that your heart, as we sang earlier, would be open, that there would be nothing, nothing to keep your heart closed to God, but you would take a risk of loving him and letting him touch your life today. We pray for our, our team of prayer ministers. I pray that the anointing of the Holy Spirit will come upon them as they minister in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I pray for miracles, miracles to take place, God. I thank you for the communion, and we bless the bread and the cup of the Lord. We receive communion today with joy and faith that you are present with us. I pray that the Lord will bless your home, your family, your relationships, your finances. I pray that you will keep growing into the new creation that God has called you to be. And God has begun a good work in you, and he's going to be faithful to complete it. This we pray in Jesus' name, and everybody says amen. Give the Lord just a praise. Good to be together, friends. Love you guys so much. I'm so glad you're here. Come forward, please, for prayer, for communion. Worship team, just lift up the Lord, and let's open our hearts just in a fresh way towards the Lord.